Welcome back to the High Impact Physician Podcast. Today is part four, the final part of Sandy and Dr. Mark Greenwald's conversation. This is a really awesome one. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Sandy and Mark are talking about the cost of not connecting with peers and how important peer support is. They go into some really specific tactics about the important types of peer support that physicians can lend each other. And Mark really brings it home here with a beautiful message about love for the world. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say, so let's, let's jump into that because I know you've been doing some work around getting really deliberate about how to strengthen those peer to peer connections. Talk to us about what you're noticing or doing in that space. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of people are talking about this now. And, and the term that's being used, and actually our, our former Surgeon General, Vivek Murthy, talked about this and as he as he left his post has actually devoted some of his time since then to this concept of loneliness as being a public health really a, a, a public health um, huge issue right now in, in many ways an epidemic and and so I started looking at that and saying well how is that different in healthcare and what we're finding is this idea again loneliness is is, is a word that that for many people is emotionally charged in a negative way like I'm not lonely that, that sounds terrible but disconnected I think is 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 a very another very accurate term and in this idea of being disconnected from each other at a time and in a profession that we need to be more connected with each other to be able to provide support than most other professions, I would contend, uh, and yet we're not. And some of that is, again, just a, sur- a survival skill. I'm just trying to get through the day and I want to get home at some point and see my family and not have pajama time on the computer. Um, you know, and, and I understand all that. And yet the cost of not connecting and not traveling this journey together is enormous. Uh, in terms of the the toll that it's taking on physicians. And so one of the things that we've been working on, we've been piloting it actually through both my own organization and, and some others around the country, is is a program that we're calling Peer RX. Uh, it's actually, we're calling it Peer RX Med, uh, but the short term is Peer RX. And it, it's basically the, the tagline is no one cares alone. Uh, and, and I'm pretty convinced that if we, if, if everyone truly, and, and again, remember I come from a military background, um, and in the military, we have there there are different things that we have like this. And then I come from also a YMCA background, and so in the YMCA, it's it's uh, swimming with your buddy. But this whole idea of if we were all traveling with a buddy, that truly I believe a lot of a lot of physician distress that's happening right now could be mitigated. I won't say eliminated because distress is going to still happen, but could be mitigated, and and a lot of the resultant burnout. Because we, we don't have anybody to process some of these things with. And so we take them inside. And I believe as we take these things inside, sometimes there are things that are too great for us to process on our own. We slowly emotionally corrode on the inside. And so having someone to travel that journey with, and it's been, again, we've piloted it and it's been fabulous to hear the stories of people saying, I've just, I never talked to anybody about these things before. And yet the ability to do so is so powerful for somebody who truly understands. Again, I, you can take that home to a spouse or another loved one. It's not the same thing. Uh, and I'm even, I'm married to a physician, but it's not the same thing. And, and those aren't things I always want to take home. And so having somebody who's truly traveling with us can be a huge step in that process. And so that's something that we've been working on to create a platform to just nudge people to say, you know, cause I think when I talk to many people, they say, this is something I've wanted to do for a long time, but I've just not done it. And a lot of time that's just about, you know, carving out time and, uh, and having somebody nudge you to say, yeah, you can do this and having somebody ask. 
So that's those are things that we've been working on, and we're going to be rolling that out in 2020. Uh, we'll, we'll have a website and things, so people will be able to go to that website, which will be purerxmed.com, uh, and and uh, and connect with the uh, with the community that we're going to be building around that. No one cares alone. Say and the I'm same sensing. thing. Sensing. Oh, go ahead. Well, I would say it's the same thing for leadership, which I believe that no one should lead alone. And so, you know, we're going to be encouraging physicians, even if you say I'm not a clinician, it doesn't matter that that even I would say even more so leaders than clinicians. I see so many leaders who are totally isolated, uh, which is a really dangerous place to be for a leader because of all the people who are going to be impacted positively or negatively by your leadership. Yeah, I'm I'm inspired by your approach. I um, and what I'm sensing from what you're saying too that makes your um, your idea so unique is it's not about helping someone or fixing someone because none of us want that. It's really setting up a program and a platform that respects people as being whole, naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. And it's coming from that place of wholeness um, that that that's the foundation. And that to me is so yes. different than reaching out to help. Yeah, and, and and both are important. And so we have there's a, there's a lot of programs around the country. We have one here that that is really about peer support in the context of help. That's that we have ours is called the trust team. It's about the kind of the, the whole idea of the second victim of you know what do we do when it when a bad outcome has happened and how do we support the people who are providing care during that time. That's hugely important, and I, I participate in that process. Um, but this is different than that. This this is not this is this doesn't demand any kind of event in order for the outreach to happen. It basically says the event happens every day. It's called life. It's called clinical care, and we know that that's taking a toll on you. How do we know that? Because you're a human. And we know that when you're dealing with other humans who are suffering on a regular basis, it will have an impact on you. And so how do we make sure proactively that we're just, we're just helping you, you know, it's, it's, we're traveling the journey together. Uh, and, and so that's what this is about. And, and as you point out, both are important. Uh, but this is, this is about not only in many cases, honoring our wholeness, but helping to, to either help us in many cases for physicians rediscover our wholeness, because I think often our training and our practices have, have many ways taken that from us. Uh, and so that's been the case for me as I've traveled some of that journey with others. It's helped me get back in touch with things that I had lost that I, I was even, I was blind to, that I just wasn't even aware that I had lost them. Uh, and so as we pointed out earlier with other things, when it comes to our own development, you know, the one person who was impacted very positively by that, even though she wasn't traveling as my peer RX buddy, was my wife, who, you know, I'm a completely different person because I'm able to process some of these things and not bring the residue of, of some of my more negative encounters home. Uh, and so that's, that's been incredibly helpful. Okay, so I am having such a big aha myself here as I'm listening to you. And that is, for me as a mom with an adult son who has multiple severe disabilities, I'm recalling how when he was younger, when people would reach out to help because he would have 20 seizures a day or whatever was going on, I pushed it away because I didn't want to feel like I needed help. Yet as I was listening to you, what I'm aware of is that people who reached out and I felt like there was a wholeness, like they weren't looking, and uh, there, there's some kind of wholeness in our conversations then we connected, then I would share like, dang, this is really hard. And I would get help in a way it was really impactful. So I'm having my own ha ha about uh, 
how we show up to help one another really makes a difference because I'm right now sitting here feeling like almost embarrassed about how much help I pushed away because of my own ability to receive it in those moments. Yeah. And, and that gets into vulnerability that we talked about earlier that, you know, when somebody reaches yes. out to you in your brokenness, you're feeling very vulnerable. If they reach out to you in your wholeness and then realize you're human, just like everybody else and have struggles that, that normalizes it versus they're reaching out to you because you're broken or you're feeling that sense that they're reaching out to you because you're broken. Uh, and so, right. yeah, it's, that's, that's why I love this idea of, you know, if, so let's, let's use the second victim as an example. If I'm traveling with a PRX buddy and I have a bad outcome, I don't need the second victim program. Right. I've already got somebody who I'm going to be able to say, <laughs> let me tell you what just happened today. And this really, this was awful. And I'm not sure what to do with this. So, so it's built in and, and they, I, I know they already see me as whole. So I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling vulnerable. I'm not feeling um, susceptible. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling any of those negative emotions. Um, I'm just feeling like I need some help and I know you'll help me because you're my buddy. And so, you know, I, I love that idea as well, Sandy, that, you know, I mean, you're helping me think about, okay, I've, I've got a friend right now who's, <clears throat> whose husband was just in a terrible auto accident and he's been in the hospital. And, and that same idea of, you know, I've, I've been able to reach out to her because we've been, we've been traveling this journey all along. So when I said, Hey, how can I help you? It wasn't, no, I'll call you when I need you. It was, okay, here's what's going on medically. Can you tell me what's happening right now? And so she didn't feel embarrassed by that, but I think she would have had I just been calling her and we didn't have that established rapport ahead of time. Well, and maybe that's why you and I and other people feel so called to do this work because now where I am is I lead out often with vulnerability in my one-on-one or our small group coaching with physicians because, um, yeah, I, I think there's some power in connecting um, first in a place that's deeply meaningful, and then we can move forward in lots of different ways to support each other. It's so awesome. Love it. Well, thank you for that. I um, I have so many other things I want to ask you. I'm also looking at the <laughs> clock. And so um, I guess I want to begin to move into knitting some of this together. And sure. um, maybe just starting out with you, you've planted some great seeds, some incredible concepts. In terms of the PRRX, if people wanted to learn some more information on that, where or what or how, um, you mentioned that. Go ahead and tell us again. Absolutely. So either reach out to me directly or to go to P-E-E-R-R-X-M-E-D.com. So PeerRxMed.com. And uh, the information will be on the website, how they can sign up. And uh, what, we, what we're asking is people sign up with a buddy. We're not a matching program. Uh, we're, we're, we're not mm-hmm. a, a dating service. We are uh, we're really, we want to support these, these dyads in terms of their own, their own journey. And so you can sign up together and uh, we will, what we, what we do, part of the platform is that once a week we're sending out a communication that both serves as a nudge and also provides both an encouragement and a question for you to engage with your partner, with your buddy around that week. Uh, and, and then there's some other details of, we, we, we get these, these folks together uh, for a, a more prolonged period of time at intervals so they can look forward and talk about their goals together and and their vacations and all those things that we need to help each other plan because otherwise life gets away from us. So, uh, but it's peerrxmed.com is the, is the place that they can come to, to learn more about that. 
I love your way of embracing change and innovation, really creating structures to support the future of physician leaders. That's so awesome. I'm, I'm just feeling really grateful today, um, starting with your whole story of how you started your life out of the comfort zone and never really imagined <laughs> yourself as a leader. And to think that somehow you've allowed so many of life's experiences to touch you personally and impact you to get you to where you are. I love that you're tackling some of the more difficult ways of thinking about things and really in the conversation about how we can support each other to move through that. And I'm highly inspired by who you are, the work you're doing, and very, very grateful. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate those yeah. kind of words. Yeah. I'm wondering maybe as a way to wrap up, if you'd like to take a minute or two to to really share a bit more about your message or your vibe that you'd like to put out into the world. Yeah. You know, it's one of the things that we didn't get to talk about a lot, but, uh, but a word that one of my mentors, two of my mentors used regularly that that's a word that we don't use a lot in healthcare, and that's the word love. And I know for many people that carries all kinds of charges with it. Um, but but I really, you know, one of the things that, that I've become more aware of, perhaps as my own children have adulted, um, perhaps as I've gotten more gray hair, perhaps as I've had others around me who have gotten illnesses, is that really, you know, the, this whole idea, Sandy, that we know this in healthcare, that no matter how old we are, our days are numbered. We don't know what those numbers are, but we know that they're numbered. And so really this idea as leaders to really every day and as physicians and as humans to take an accounting for this gift that we've been given to, to really say, how do we use them wisely? Um, and how are we making sure that in the process we're, we're giving freely of our gifts? We're really identifying what it is that we've been put here to do and using those gifts. And then what I like to say is love generously. Um, you know, starting with making sure you're loving yourself. Uh, I know there's a lot of physicians who live with a lot of negative self-talk um, and they carry that out into the world. And so this idea of, you know, how do I, how do I truly start to, to look at me regardless of what, what script I've been given and, and truly say this person is worthy of this thing called love, but then, but then how do we do that outside of ourselves? Um, and, you know, starting with our, our, those who we would identify as our loved ones and making sure that they know it. But then our patients, uh, our colleagues, you know, what does it look like to really, to really want the best for them and to be able to give our best to them in that process. And so I, I like to call that creating a life by design. Um, so intent being very intentional about who we are and how we are in the world. And as I've become much more conscious and deliberate about that, it's truly changed my life. It's changed my leadership. It's changed really everything about me. And so, you know, I want that to be an encouragement to folks as well as is, is, uh, own it and, uh, and live it. So good. I remember when my kids were younger and I was needing to reframe my whole world. Um, I came up with this, um, I guess place of curiosity about the three things that mattered most was to or the three things that would make a great day is to have a um, purpose, hope, and love. So something mm. to do, something to hope for, and to actually practice love in a way that was fearless. And I'm so inspired that you're bringing it into this conversation of physician leadership. I want to thank you very much for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs>